Hello, everyone. You're listening to the Live Your Raw Life podcast. Welcome to the platform where the intention is to help you live your rich, authentically aligned, wholesome life. I'm your host, Rachel Ann Watkins. Together, let's raise our vibrations and awareness in order for you to live the raw life that was meant for you. Hello and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Live Your Raw Life podcast. This is episode number five of our little mini series that is called Aligning to Your Life's Purpose. This mini series is just like this weaving story of how I ended up and my family ended up being where we are now and how at the end of it, I think you'll get a clear vision on that I'm like where what I'm feeling being that I'm like on the cusp of finding and living my true life's purpose, but it takes a lot of shit to get there. Now, before I get into this week's episode, I just have to mention, first of all, thank you to those of you that connect with me, whether it's via email or on Instagram, which is at Live Your Raw Life, or on Facebook. I really love hearing from you, but I did have some people write in. Actually, I had a couple emails that came through that were asking about food and camper life. Now, last week's episode was a lot about food and health is wealth and how my family chooses to eat raw organic as much as possible and how we do that without breaking the bank. And I had the questions that came in were about how we are able to do that while living in a camper. And it's so funny because just a couple days ago, Isaac said, this is the best we have ever eaten. The food is so good and he can definitely tell that there is a significant change in how he feels based on what we're eating. So I'd like to thank you for that. And I also want to mention that I am looking to launch in early next year another tier on Patreon that is going to be camper and camping life recipes. And for $15 a month, you're going to be able to have access to what will eventually be a library of recipes that you can use when you are out adventuring. And each month I will put out two breakfast, lunch, and dinner meals along with three easy go-to snacks that you can take with you or have the items with you so that when you're adventuring, you can um, still eat well and it doesn't have to be hot dogs and, um, you know, (laughs) tacos in a bag, which sometimes we do eat those because they're fun, but we still want to maintain our health while we're not only living in a camper, but even when we're camping. And another thing that I like to consider is 
when we're adventuring, when we're camping, when we're living the camper lifestyle, I want the focus to be on experiences, not necessarily prep time and cleaning. So a lot of the recipes that um, will be in that library are going to include things that either you could prep ahead of time or that are easy go-to one-pot meals or whatever have you that are going to be super slick while you are out adventuring so you can spend more time making memories and less time prepping, doing that prep work. So thank you to those of you that sent in that question because that was really awesome. And again, I love engaging with you. So please connect. I love, love, love hearing from you all. It just makes me so happy. And when we engage and connect, we're drawing off of each other's energy. And energy is what this week's podcast is all about. Energy and awareness and intuition and living our own experience is what this week's podcast is all about. Now, energy is everywhere. Everything is made up of energy. And for a big part of my life, I'm not sure that I truly noticed the energy that was surrounding me. However, in the last probably, I don't know, decade, I suppose, I've finally been able to see, feel, and hear the energies that are around me. And it has made such a significant change in my life. I feel like seeing and hearing and feeling the energies is also waking up. And that which having those experiences over the last 10 years, I think has really set me up (laughs) for 2020, which is awakening. And I think that that's what's happening to our global society is we're starting to wake up. At least I am hopeful that that is what is happening through all of this. Now, I began to notice signs and people and images and specific conversations that I've had with people, taglines on billboards, numbers, all of these things just become really prominent. For example, When Isaac sent me a text, I talked about this in episode 25, when Isaac sent me a text, I think we should move to Colorado now. I found myself later that afternoon after I received that text from him, and we kind of were like, oh, wait, we're actually kind of serious about this. Having this conversation with a coworker who randomly came into my classroom at the end of the day, and I found myself having this conversation about Colorado. She carpools with she carpooled with one of the high school teachers. I was in the middle school at the time, and she carpooled with one of the high school teachers whose sister used to teach in the same district and then they up and left and moved to Colorado and they've never looked back. And she talked to me about how much they loved it, and I was like, "Huh. Well, <laughs> that's interesting because here's the deal. And I kind of told her and we were laughing about it. And all these other synchronicities then began to happen that aligned for us to make the move to Colorado. And I talked about that back in episode 25. Speaking of this, this energy and working with it and noticing and becoming awake, 
I also began seeing things, phrases highlighted on billboards. And this actually just happened to me about a month ago. I was on my way to Grand Junction. I had to drive over there for um, a repair on a windshield. And this billboard just like I kind of looked over to the side and it just like it's almost like it leapt off of (laughs) the billboard and was like, you need to hear this. And it was something to the effect of like, dig deep. And it, it was this message that I needed to hear that, okay, I need to keep going and I actually have to dig a little bit deeper because it's, I need this extra kick in the pants or this extra motivation to keep going so that I can continue to align with where it is that I'm going. And it, it, just, it, it just sat with me and then I heard it again, like on the radio it came on or on a song or something and I was like, okay, I got to tune into this. And the same thing happens with numbers. I'll see repetitive numbers. All summer long, I was seeing 222 or 555 or 2255 or 255 or 522, whatever. And when you kind of look into the, they're called angel numbers when you see repetitive numbers. And when you look into these numbers and it can help you determine why you're seeing those numbers at that moment. Also walking into conversations, like if you truly listen to what people are telling you, sometimes they're telling you exactly what you need to hear. But a lot of times they're telling you exactly what they need to hear. And that's the thing about conversations, though, is like, if you really are truly tapped into the conversation, instead of thinking about what you're going to say, just stop and listen to what is being said. The same thing, you're going to be like, oh, gosh, exactly. Yes, I needed to hear that. Thanks for the reminder. Or thanks for pointing me in that direction. Or whatever the case may be. And again, in this past decade, I've really started to become closer friends with my intuition. I've always had this this guidance from my intuition. It has always steered me in the right direction. However, for a period of time, it seemed as though my intuition was lost. And even though it may, of course, it was still there. I just wasn't hearing it. And that in itself was was the problem. Because I wasn't listening, because I wasn't hearing what I was supposed to be doing, I found myself in certain situations that were really hard and really frustrating. And what I'm noticing now that I'm awake and continuing to wake up is that when you are met with these roadblocks, especially if it's consistent roadblocks, you're probably not in the right place. You probably need to reevaluate and look and see what other direction you can go. And this brings me to what I really want to talk about today is where my career has been and maybe a shift that's coming I'm not entirely sure. It's not always clear. That's the thing. And sometimes we walk through these patterns or these sections in our life 
where it's like, okay, I just keep putting one foot in the in front of the other. It's kind of like it's really foggy around you and you don't really know exactly where you're going, but you can see the trail below your feet and you know that you just got to keep taking the next step forward. And that's what's happening here for me anyway. And I believe this is what's taking me closer to my true dharma, which is Sanskrit for your life's purpose. And what, I, what I've noticed is when I taught physical education in Minnesota, I was so spoiled in the sense that I worked for amazing administrators. I had super supportive admin. I had amazing teaching partners in every building that I was in. When I taught in Minnesota, I taught in all four buildings, the primary, the intermediate, the middle school, and the high school. And no matter what building I was in, I had the support team, people that I could bounce my ideas off of, that they would bounce their ideas off me. We would laugh. We just had really great relationships. It was very harmonious. And when I was preparing to move to Colorado, it didn't even dawn on me that it would be different. I just assumed that education is education because every time I went to a new building in the district that I taught in, it was beautiful. It was magical. I laughed every single day. I laughed at work. Sometimes, lots of days, actually, I would laugh so hard that I would be crying with my coworkers. And it was just this really amazing place. So I assumed getting a new, going into a new building, it would be the same thing. But what I quickly realized when I moved to Colorado is that the education program is vastly different state to state. And I guess part of this is my I, I was very naive to this. Um, I mentioned a couple of weeks ago that oftentimes in, in my life, I did kind of grow up with this naive outlook on life. I just, there's a lot of things I don't know. But in the last decade, I've been on this huge quest for knowledge. I have this unsatisfied thirst for knowledge and it's constant and it keeps going and it keeps going and it keeps going. So I just keep learning new things and I'm super open to it and it's really amazing. But when I started teaching here in Colorado, um, I noticed how different the programs were and the program here didn't necessarily align with my philosophy or my mission for teaching. And I did try to make some changes and it was definitely met with huge concrete barriers and lots of frustration on my end because I felt like I was kind of hired to do this. And then the person who hired me ended up taking a new position. And so things kind of shifted and it was really hard. And I think the reason that it was so hard is because I felt like, well, two things. I felt like what was happening was my creative wings, so to speak, and my autonomy was just being like, was being locked up. Almost like if I was a butterfly, my wings were being tied together. Like my hands were tied behind my back. And all I could do was just push forward and just walk 
and that was it and just kind of had my head down. And that's kind of how I saw myself because I couldn't make what I felt were these changes that I thought were was going to be best for kids. And um, I taught in the school for four years where it was just constant frustration. I just didn't feel like I connected with the staff. I wasn't, I was eating lunch alone. Nobody really ate in the lunchroom. I was kind of on my own island. And even though I had a teaching partner, we didn't necessarily see eye to eye. And I think part of that was our education and our upbringing and our philosophies around what physical education should look like. They were just vastly different. And so it was no fault of either one of us. It was just not a good match. It wasn't a good fit. So I applied for a new position and was hired on to help open this new school, which was really great. And the administrator of the school is extremely progressive and really values physical education, understands the importance of physical activity and the effects that it has on the growing brain and how it helps learn and retain new information, not only for kids, but also for adults. And it felt like, yes, I finally found my home. This is so great. And my space was absolutely stunningly gorgeous. I had a beautiful climbing wall, amazing epic bitchin' view of the front range and the mountains. Um, It was just a really beautiful space with this school being built around this foundation that physical movement was so good for you. But again, I was quickly met with some very hard roadblocks, like these concrete barriers just placed in front of me. Um, ideas that I had were easily and quickly squashed. Um, It was just a very toxic place. I found myself experiencing a lot of frustration and I didn't necessarily know what to do with it because I was feeling like my whole person was being attacked. And I've realized through some very deep meditation and like self-therapy and journaling that my ego was being attacked in a little, in a, in a way. And the reason that I say that my ego was being attacked is because your ego is tied to I am. So who you say you are, I am a mother, I am a wife. I have said For 15 years now, I am a teacher. I am a public school teacher. And I held a lot of pride in that. And when it felt like I couldn't actually be my true self and I couldn't teach to what felt right for me, it felt like, yeah, my wings have been clipped or tied and I don't get to really say what I do. Um, And that's really hard, especially for a creative So I was met with all these roadblocks, right? And my ego was being tested and almost I was having, you know, it was, it was, there was a lot of pressure on my ego. Like, how am I going to be able to maintain this, this thing that I've said I, I am and I've connected to for so long? And what I quickly realized is that all the things that were happening were not happening to me. They were happening for me. And that, my friends, 
is a huge mental shift that needed to happen. And I would highly recommend just start including that into your vocabulary. Why is this happening for me? Not why is this happening to me? How can I get away from this? But what can I learn from this? And how can I move forward in a positive direction? So why was this happening for me? And I am starting to realize that this was all happening for me to possibly move me out of the, uh, the, the public education world. I don't know. I'm not saying that I'm not going back to teaching. I, I believe I mentioned on the show that I'm on a personally requested leave of absence for this school year. And I, I still have the opportunity to go back. I'm, I'm guaranteed a position in anything that I am licensed in which is health and physical education. I also have an adapted licensure, however, that is working with students with varied abilities in the physical education realm. Um, However, Colorado does not have an adapted license as of yet. So there really isn't a position in, at least in the school that I'm at, that is tied to that. Uh, But I definitely love working with those students. The they have so much joy and they just love being able to get out and move. It's so, it's really cool to see. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it means I'm not going to go back. Um, I have some time to decide and we'll just see where life kind of leads. But I'm definitely learning that uh, this has all worked for me in the sense that it's taught me a number of lessons. And the lessons that I have learned are, A, it's okay to relinquish your ego. Your ego needs to take a step back because it can get so loud and so overpowering that it can actually ruin relationships. It can end careers. It can lead to disabling you or feeling depressed. And once you can let go of that ego and having to give yourself that name or that title, then you are going to discover that you don't have to put yourself in a box. You can open yourself up to whatever it is you are put on this earth to do. The second thing that I've learned is to be thankful for the people that I feel have wronged me or have hurt me in some way. And trust me, this is really fucking hard. Like when you have someone that has made you feel like you're such a piece of shit and you suck and it plays that role on your self-esteem and your self-confidence and then you turn around and you say thank you to that person, (laughs) again, your ego kind of steps in like, no, no. You can't say thank you to that person. They've wronged you. You have to get back. You have to react. You have to respond. And that's not true. I have started to say thank you. In fact, in my gratitude journal, I was saying thank you to the specific people in my job that were hurting me because I knew they are teaching me a lesson. 
They're teaching me a valuable lesson that I'm going to be able to take with me and move forward in a positive way. And I've manifested camper life. I manifested, you know, living together in a camper as a family of four. And part of it is because of these things that were really dragging me down over the last couple years at my job. And so I thank them for dragging me down so that I could go through the muck so I could come over to the other side of that muck with clear eyes and see the wonderful things that were in store for me. So thanking them. And then, you know, another part of this is that when you're met with these roadblocks or these frustrations is it's allowed me to tap back into my intuition and tap back into that little voice inside that is steering me in the direction that I need to go. And all along, I now see that and I feel that it is pushing me closer to my life's purpose, what I was put on this earth to do. If I knew what it was 100%, I would tell you. I don't know, but I know that I'm close in finding out. And I'm so excited to see what it is. And I really appreciate all of you that are tuning in and tagging along on this journey. It is going to lead all of us somewhere so super beautiful. Because when we heal ourselves which is exactly what I've been doing, we can then help heal the world. And these stories that I'm sharing are just little pieces of information that maybe you can relate to, you can resonate with, so that you too can kind of see why some of these things are happening in your life. What are they helping you with? Not what are they doing to you, but what are they helping you with? It's such a huge mind shift and it's so amazing and so beautiful. The first step to all of this is awareness. You need to become aware of what is going on around you. So start just noticing. Don't search for any of these things. Don't search for the conversations. Don't search for the angel numbers. Just see if they pop up. And when they pop up in the moment, even though you might not know what it means, I always say thank you. Thank you. And then I just kind of move on and I either sit with it and I think about, okay, why did that happen? Why did this happen? Or I do a little bit of research. Like right now, I'm definitely into angel numbers and kind of researching what that means because I, I keep seeing them everywhere. I'm constantly looking at the clock and it's 255 or it's 555 or it's 1111 or it's 222 in the afternoon or license plates. It's like all of a sudden I'll just I'll be driving and then all of a sudden I'll see someone's license plate and it's like, oh, 222 or 555. Hmm, interesting. Or 777. So I'm definitely gaining more knowledge and diving deeper into what these angel numbers mean. But along with this thirst for knowledge, I have decided to enroll myself in 
the Institute of Integrative Nutrition, which is a school out of New York. And it is just, uh, you guys, it is like everything that I have felt and believed kind of all wrapping into this one program. Now, in episode eight, I had Megan Spurk on the on the show, and she talked about her experience with IIN. And I just, you know, at the time, it was, it was super fascinating. She has a beautiful story. I loved hearing everything about it. I loved her journey. I loved where it took her. I love the knowledge that she has. Her and I definitely see eye to eye on a lot of things. I loved having her on the show. I loved hearing all about this. But I didn't think it was for me initially. Then this summer, this quest for knowledge got heavier and heavier and I wanted to dive deep. And I was like, what's the missing link for me? And like physical activity, I got that dialed in. Yoga, I went through the training. I got all of that. Now, what's the missing link and that is what is also important to me is nutrition. So I was like, huh. So I reached out and I was like, Megan, could you tell me a little bit more about your experience with IIN? And she was like, oh my gosh, this, it would be so great for you. I think you would love it. And she told me her experience and I was like, yeah, this really feels like it's going to align. So I enrolled myself, started in September. You go through these different modules. It's a year long program. And I am just like, I'm loving it. It's not even a chore. It's not a work. It's not schoolwork. It's fascinating. And I'm so excited to eventually bring this information to all of you. Because remember, when we heal ourselves, we heal the world. And food is medicine. And it can be so healing, just like I talked about last week. So that's kind of where I'm at is just this limbo stage of I'm I'm on this quest for this new knowledge. I'm drawing this new knowledge in and then eventually I'm going to see where it takes me. But in the meantime, I'm also trying to figure out like, what is my true purpose? What have I been put on this earth to do? And how can I do that that's going to best serve myself, my soul, my family, and the world. That's what it's all about. So having this awareness, where are you at? Is there something in your life that's causing or putting up roadblocks? Are they concrete barriers? Are they ones that you could just rumble strips you could drive over? Are they, um, you know, is it foggy? <laughs> like, what does it actually look like for you? Have that sit with that and then have the awareness around it and then start paying attention to some of these signs that the universe might be planting in your way to help guide you and your intuition into another direction. Or maybe it's the same direction, but just changing it a little bit. Who knows? But that is the next kind of little step of things that started happening, right? Is So over the last decade, I've really dialed in with where I need to be, where I'm at with food, and now comes this career 
part. And next, it's going to be what I'm taking you into um, after this is like these relationships and these relationships that maybe have hurt, but have been necessary in order for my growth and in order for forward movement. So with that, again, setting you up a little bit for next week, I would like to thank you for tuning in to this week's podcast. Thank you for your time, energy, and presence. I am grateful for your motivation to improve your quality of life. Heal yourself, heal the world. It's always an adventure. Adventure awaits. If something in this episode resonated with you, again, please reach out. I love hearing from you. It just fills me with so much joy. I love connecting and having our energies connected. It is so amazing. And please subscribe to the Live Your Raw Life podcast. And if you would be so kind, leave a review while you're there or a rating because that opens up then the podcast to a wider range of listeners so they too can tune in to help themselves start aligning to their life's purpose. And if you would like to support the podcast in a deeper way, you can go to patreon.com backslash live your raw life. And for just $3 a month, you can be a friend of the podcast. And that is going to help support the platform as well as the life purpose of everyone that tunes in. Your support is greatly appreciated. I hope you have a beautiful week and we will see you next Thursday. 